Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Dear Writer. Today, we're recording episode 73, and it is one of our culturing creativity episodes. And today, we're going to be talking about finding your genre. It sounds like a little bit uh, like a treasure hunt. (laughs) (laughs) can feel like a treasure hunt sometimes, I think. Although, like in saying that, I think some people probably do it quite naturally and are like, why do you need an episode on this? But as we will go into in further depth is why you need to think about finding the genre for you. (laughs) Yes. So to start with, let's just quickly recap exactly what genre is uh, for those just so we're all on the same page. Yeah, so we've already had sort of in-depth discussion about what genre is and why it is useful. And that was on episode 64. So if you want to listen to that, you can go back and check that out. But basically, genre boils down to a way to categorize your novels. And each genre has key features or tropes. And yeah, so this episode is focused on how to find which genre is suited to you and your writing style. I did enjoy a larger in-depth look at genre when we recorded the episode. Yeah. I remember saying that I thought genre would have like a deeper meaning than just a categorization tool. (laughs) (laughs) But alas, that is mostly what it is. Uh, So thought we could start with the question why it matters, I guess, so much what genre you decide to write in in the first place. So I kind of thought that while what you choose to write doesn't matter, you know, we're not saying that you need to be like, oh, you've got this writing style, you must write in this genre or whatever. But, you, you know, you should never be restrictive of what you create. But why you choose what you write matters a lot, I would say. And I believe as a writer, it's beneficial to have an open mind. But I do think it's useful to know where your interests are and where your style best fits. You know, if you've got a style that's more suited to horror, or maybe if you're used to writing fast-paced action thrillers, then it's going to feel quite unnatural trying to write something different like romance, for example. And as a beginner novelist especially, I think it's important when trying to finish that first book that you are really passionate about your genre rather than being bogged down by the idea that you have to write something that everyone will like and forcing yourself to work in a genre that isn't suited to you. And I think one of our recent interviewees, Kendall Coppola, he put it very well. If you're passionate about writing something, it might turn out okay, or it might not. But if you're not passionate about it, it will definitely turn out to be terrible. (laughs) Such an amusing line. It's not the exact words he used, but that was more or less (laughs) what he was saying. What do you think, Ashley? I definitely agree. I don't think it matters what genre you really that you choose to write in Um, and often as an author I think there's a good feeling for genres like you can have quite a good feeling for genres that suit your writing style and your interests I feel like there's generally a natural fit for you once you find it for me for example I'm not so interested in genres like sci-fi and romance and I would 
personally struggle, I think, trying to write in those genres, at least at the moment. Probably mostly because I don't really enjoy reading those kinds of novels, which sounds weird. I always feel like I would like science fiction, but I just haven't (laughs) been able to get into it. And I think if you don't write in a genre, or if you don't like the genre that you're writing in, it's going to be really difficult for you to produce your best work and and let alone finish, finish your book as well. So I think choosing the right genre is important for, I guess, you as a person and your ability to produce work that you're happy with is what I would say. Overall happiness while writing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. So the next question I thought we could have a bit of a discussion about, I think it's going to be quite interesting, is um, whether we purposefully chose the genres that we write in and if so, why? So we didn't purposefully choose a genre for our uh, young adult series we sort of naturally gravitated towards it, I guess, due to us being young adults ourselves at the time. And we didn't know at all that we were writing dystopian either. (laughs) Not till recently. But in some ways, though, I feel lucky to have stumbled into that because I do really enjoy writing young adult fiction, especially the action and all of the drama that goes on in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Love the drama. But when we were ready to try something new after creating several young adult books, which had to be largely rewritten, but at that point we didn't know it. So, you know, we started carrying on to something new. We did choose a historical fiction genre a lot more carefully. I remember we were just finishing or maybe just out of, can't quite remember exactly when we started at um, high school. I feel like it was start of university time. Yeah, I kind of feel like it was maybe in that, like, you know, that last summer before you start university or something that we might have started planning. And we wanted to write something a little bit more adult and about, like, an interesting time period. And we were also both, I think, reading a lot of historical fiction at the time. I think we had, or at least I definitely had a slightly naive viewpoint that writing in historical fiction would be easier since the larger plot and timeline was already in place. (laughs) I don't know where I got that idea. I was definitely wrong about that. (laughs) The historical fiction itself, even though it's not finished, has been through a couple iterations. Let's like start that. The first iteration I felt like came really easily, but that was because we weren't exactly... (laughs) doing it correctly if that makes any sense Mm, I feel like I've had a well I think I've had a similar experience to be to last time to be honest whereas like the first part of it came really easy and then the part where we stopped the first iteration of it which was about chapter 12 was where I got writer's book (laughs) so that was all on me but then you know I we were also very busy at the time so You know, that said, even though I find it really tricky, I do really enjoy reading about ancient Greece, even, you know, like reading all these articles and learning about the history of it. And though it's hard work researching, it's a really fascinating challenge, I find. You learn a lot. Yes. And it's it's a very interesting writing challenge as well. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. We need someone else who's writing books in ancient Greece so we can like talk about it. (laughs) So 
what because I was interested I, I was thinking you know you might have a different experience of why did we purposefully choose the genres because I know for you I, I, you know having studied classics and stuff you might have had a, a little bit of a different experience for that so I'm curious about your perspective in choosing the genres that we've ended up writing in Yep. So for me, like Sarah said, the YA series was quite just a natural fit, I think, at the time. Not that we purposely like, we're going to write YA, but I think for the age that we were and um, how good we were at writing at the time, it was sort of just a a natural sort of space for it. Yeah. And it's good because as an adult, I really enjoy the genre as well. And I'm glad that we ended up in it because it's quite fun to write in regardless of our ages now. And for the historical fiction one, I distinctly remember deciding and planning it. Mm-hmm. Both Sarah and I were reading Diana Gabaldon at the time. Yes. And we really liked that idea of, because she covers some quite interesting periods in history. And we were trying to think of interesting periods of history. And I remember, I don't remember why we chose Greece, but I remember we we're like, oh, let's just like Google some wor- some wars in ancient Greece and just like see what comes up and so we're like googling and then you would be like have you heard of this one and I was like oh yeah 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 like I've heard of that one have you heard of this one and I was like oh yeah yeah and then you're like oh have you heard of this one I'm like no and then we like like looked into it and then kind of just stumbled across interesting points <laughs> we're like yes. oh this could be quite a good story like it's a bit outrageous generally <laughs> like how it all starts so that's how we went I guess into that Although to be fair, we had planned for this book to be much longer. I'm glad we cut it back <laughs> to where <laughs> we've decided to end it this time around. I can't even remember where we'd planned to end it last time. So there's like another battle. Oh. <laughs> which happens like six months after the one where we finish at for this book. And that's where we had planned to try and end right. it. And Actually, like, now no. you mention it, I do remember <laughs> like trying to work out what to do over the winter period where like no one <laughs> has any battles or anything. Yeah, and I think we were going to like have them travel or something and like sleep in mountains. I can't remember exactly, but we're like, uh, what do we do? So got around <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, I also was going to mention that the first attempts at the historical fiction, like we wanted to write something more adulty. And like looking back, it's definitely still YA-esque, the <laughs> initial version. Yes, I can I can see that. I remember talking to James about it when would it have been mm, six or seven months ago. Because he'd read a little bit of that first attempt at it. And he was saying that he liked it because it felt like a Disney hero movie. <laughs> and I was amazing. Like, I was like, that wasn't the intention. No, I can see how it would come across like that because we did mm-hmm. play up on some of the more magically elements which we've since removed. Yes. Um, so it's quite funny. How he would have got that impression. It's definitely not YA-esque anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and finally, I was going to briefly mention the short story I wrote, which I did, I had quite a conscious decision, because I really enjoy writing historical fiction. I'm kind of in that zone at the moment, given the ancient Greece book. So I wanted to pick a historically kind of event, but then I wanted to sort of branch out a little bit and see where that would take me. So I picked, there are, there are some ghosts in it. There's a little bit more focused on romance rather than sort of what I usually write. It was more of a challenge to myself more than anything. Mm-hmm. than a, like a genre I would definitely tackle as a novel. So kind of like a practice just to see how it felt. 
Yeah. I think short stories are really great for that, like experimenting and finding out what feels really good for you. Yeah. Like, do I like it? Do I not? So, yes. So, moving on. Sometimes lots of authors can feel overwhelmed with ideas that span a number of different genres. I know this feeling. Um, or sometimes <laughs> people may struggle to find something that just clicks with them. So have we ever felt this? And what are some tips to work out what idea is the best to go with? Sarah. So I've definitely had a few half-hearted beginnings of novels where I thought I had a great idea, but then it petered out with the enthusiasm for it often running dry around the kind of chapter three point. <laughs> and I think this is in part due to like that mismatch that can happen between genres that you think you're you're going to be excited about writing in. But then when you actually start, you're like, oh, actually, this doesn't quite feel right. So, you know, I have a small interest in science fiction and fantasy genres, but it's definitely not as strong as my interest in the genres that we're currently working with. So I get all excited about an idea and then lose enthusiasm, especially when it comes to world building. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy putting in vivid imagery and setting into our books. But when it comes to actually creating a world that I have to build from scratch, I don't find that exciting. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I find it really tedious and tricky. And I also think that my reading style is kind of similar, interestingly. So though I occasionally dip into sci-fi and fantasy when I read, I don't like too much of it because I hadn't really thought about how much I read in specific genres, which sounds really strange. Like, you know, like because you have things that you're like, you might be at a library or at a store and you pick up a book and you're like, oh, that's really interesting. I'm going to read this. Sometimes you don't really think about it that much. So, you know, I had like a range of things that I want to read and sci-fi is on there. You know, I've got historical fiction on there. There's horror on, like there's a number of different genres. But, you know, like when I look at like the amount that I read certain genres, like I end up reading like lots of young adult fiction and I've become aware of this through our Talking Shop episodes. (laughs) And then with the occasional splash of something else. And I guess I read a fair amount of historical fiction as well it's quite a big topic yeah you know what I mean like because obviously there's lots of different historical events (laughs) so it ends up being that genre can be really varied I think yes it can be but so when you think about that I guess my biggest tip is to work out these sort of patterns you know, because you might think you read really widely like I do, but are there genres that you usually go back to and which ones are your kind of vacation genres? <laughs> um, and I don't mean which ones do you read on vacation, although it could be, but which ones do you use as more of a palette refresher before going back to the tried and true? Because you might find writing those tried and true genres that you read to feel a bit easier, more enjoyable and more natural for you. So that's my biggest tip, I guess, when choosing your genre. How about you, Ashley? For me, I I would suggest starting with genres that are familiar to you, um, especially if you're just starting out writing. Um, you might have you know, a really great idea that spans multiple genres. And I've had quite a few of those as well. But I think 
especially at the beginning, it's really important to finish things and like build your Mm -hmm. confidence. So I think tackle a story in a genre that you like to read. And then once you start writing, you'll kind of figure out whether it come that kind of genre comes naturally to you. Um, does it feel like a good fit? So then you can build up your confidence a bit. And then you can, once you get more comfortable, you can start to kind of experiment between genres. And you'll also get a better feel for the genres that you like and that you like to write in. So yeah, I don't think there's any harm putting your big story ideas on the back burner until you're ready because I've done that with quite a few and I know that I would likely just not be able to finish them if that makes any sense and that would be it wouldn't be so great for your writing confidence you know like you've tackled something that's too difficult for you at the time so just waiting until I'm ready and then I'll be able to dive into them I think so that's what I would suggest yeah and like we were talking about before as well I haven't really done this too much but I think it could be a really great tip is using short stories to experiment Mm. and find out how it feels because you know Ashley did it with some historical fiction that was focused more on romance and then I went to horror to try out how that felt and it was an interesting experience for both of us and though I don't feel quite ready to tackle like a novel in horror yet because I do feel like again I only dip occasionally into it and I would need to do a lot more wider reading before I attempted it. It was a lot of fun and something different to try to kind of just dip the toes in the water. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a really good suggestion, using short stories. You do have to do a lot. Well, it's like not as much research and work around it, but you still get quite a good feel for what it's like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely a good, good suggestion. So for a final question, I thought we could talk about how we think knowing our favorite genres can help spark creativity. So I think it gives you a platform to start from, kind of like Ashley was saying before about when you're starting out, it's really helpful to focus on one that you know that you're familiar with and that you're going to be able to finish and isn't too much of a challenge and like throwing in like a whole lot of different elements into the mix and you know it sounds really obvious but by knowing what genres suit your interests and your writing style you can narrow down ideas for your next novel or get inspiration by reading more of that particular genre and so it's really about finding out what works best for you Because the bottom line is that we write at our best and are most creative when we are passionate about what we do. So that's what I'd have to say on that. I would definitely agree. It definitely makes it, well, for me, way easier to start writing the book in the first place. You you have a good feel for what the kind of book you're going to be writing is, especially when you've read lots in that genre. And I think, like you said, Sarah, the more you read in the genre, the more inspiration you can get from it. And I also find you learn a lot of interesting techniques in the genre as well. The more you read, like you can see, oh, okay, I see how you you do that kind of thing. I you know, especially in historical fiction, when you're like weaving in bits of history and things, you're like, oh, okay, I see what you've done. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's really good for the more you read in your genre, the more you can see kind of the gaps that are there and the spaces for stories, you know, that could plug those gaps, which I think is good. Like there's not, you know, there's not a whole ton of, well, there's a bunch of novels set in ancient Greece, but almost all of them are about Sparta or gods. 
basically, is what I can gather. Yeah. From the research that I've done in the genre. So you can kind of start to find little pockets where maybe your stories can fit in as well, which I think is always really good. Yeah, definitely agree. Anyways, we should probably wrap this episode up. Yeah. So if you would like to be on our author spotlight section, you can apply by going to our website, lindersoncreations.com and hover your mouse over the podcast tab in the main menu, which should bring you to a page to be featured on Dear Writer. And next time on Dear Writer, it is our one of the author spotlight interview series, which is always love chatting to authors and hearing about their stories and their books makes it really interesting and I I learn a lot from those interviews Mm -hmm. Um, and if you'd like to know any more about us or any of our writing projects you can visit us at lindersoncreations.com or you can get in contact with us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle lindersoncreations and if you enjoy the show please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and we'll be back next week happy writing everyone Thank you.